Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of my show. If I got some new listeners, thank you. If I got the old listeners, thank you, thank you too. Okay, all y'all get. Thank you, new listeners, old listeners, whoever you are. If you boy, girl, whatever you want to call yourself, they, them, shim, it, girl, boy, whatever you want to, you know, want to put in your, you know, what pronoun you want to use. Thank you, okay? All the individuals out there. And I hope everybody had a good a, a good till day. I'm trying to do less cussing on this podcast because I cuss too much on the daily. So I'm trying to, you know, lessen it because how I'm going to get on any type of radio station if I'm sitting here or standing here doing whatever, just cussing up a storm, okay? Because I could cuss up so much storm, might conjure up Hurricane Katrina, okay? But I was going to start off today with a good old question, but I ain't going to do that. I'm going to get right to the topic because I got a couple things to talk about today, okay? First thing on the list is, okay, and then the second topic going to be is about that little beef with Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj because I got to dissect that and I ain't want to talk about it because it's none of my business. I mean, it's music. It don't got nothing pertaining to me, but I'm going to talk about it anyway because who would not, who would not be if I didn't entertain it a little bit and get my little one, two, three, four, five cents, okay? Because at the end of the day, my cents don't go nowhere but on this podcast and into y'all ears, okay? And it don't go nowhere else. Nicki Minaj and all the others, they... They gonna benefit from this. I'm more angry say they gonna benefit, but I, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just rambling. But let me get to the main thing. But the main, the topic today I'm gonna do right now is some random questions I just Google and just thought about, just talking about the, for y'all to get to know me a little bit more because I can't say I'm I'm changing, I'm evolving things. You know, you know, people, are, um, we become different. So one of the things I saw. That I wanted to think, oh, think about. I want to talk about was basically why do jobs expect us to be one hundred percent when we not one hundred percent in the company? Like I don't get that. Like that's my whole main thing. I know I can't change the rules and the regulations of what goes on, but I just feel like how you want me to be one hundred percent when day one you got me to sign this at will paper, and everybody need to pay attention to that because little do you know they can fire you at will. That means that. If they feel like if the wind blow wrong, they can be like, hey, come into my office, you're gone. Like, they don't have to give you no reason, no explanation. They can let you go. And I feel like that at will thing needs to go. Like, because I feel like that's a setup for failure. Like, that's really setting me up to say, okay, hey, like, at any moment, yeah, we can fire you. Like, no, let me get fired because I got like three strikes on, like three write ups, basically. Like, let that be the cause. Don't just let it be like, because, oh, over something stupid or either y'all planting stuff later on down the line to get me in trouble because I mean I done had some situations where I got fired and I feel like some of them was not right but who am I I get a lawyer it's gonna take me a long time just to get the justification that I need okay because I want to be able to be like hey I made I was right I told that job that I was right and then they try to play that they was wrong but at the end of the day we we as regular people got to give up because we got bigger fish to front and that's bills. And that's sad that we got to keep in the mindset of when certain stuff go on, we got to choose between continuing on our life or either trying to fight that problem the correct way. And it's like we might not have the money and the means to fight it. So we got to just basically bow out gracefully. And I feel like every situation, I feel like some things we need to fight for. 
like this rent situation. Like I've been telling my friends and other people that I talk to, I honestly feel like in my heart of heart and my brains of brains and my minds of minds that the way that we can lower rent, and I read about it, that's how I got the idea that one apartment complex in some state, I don't remember, they basically, everybody stopped paying rent. The whole complex just stopped because they got tired of the rent increase every year. So you know what happened? They lowered that increase. So I was telling my friends and some of them were saying, no, I can't do that because what if I might get be the one that get put out? Like, come on now. If somebody got to get hit, I'm not saying you do, but I'm just saying like somebody got to take the hit. But at the end of the day, the means outweigh, the, whatever that saying goes, the, the, the means outweigh everything. Like if you're trying to get justice, I mean, something got to happen. I mean, look what happened to Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks and everybody else that fought for African-American rights. Like they all fail. I'm not going to say they fail, but something happened for the greater good. But I just feel like, hey, if we all was to just stop paying, how can they put out the whole complex and replace every single person that was just in there? They put out the whole complex. How are they going to have a busload of people to come in and fill out these apartments and get the same amount of money that they was getting? That's going to be impossible. So if literally, if it's more people in, in apartments than it is homes right now, I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. But I feel like it is. But I feel like if every person, even the people with mortgages, if everybody just stopped paying rent at once and just let it build up, they're going to be looking like, okay, we got to do something. But we can't have no weak links in there, you know, saying, oh, I'm going to pay my rent secretly. Like, no, if you're paying your rent secretly, don't. Like, and I feel like we got to play it smart. Like, you got to make sure that that rent money, you put it up. Because just in case the plan don't work, you got your rent money, and all you just need to add is just the late fee. That's it. Because I feel like if you're spending on something stupid, that's not that's not our fault. You knew the plan. We told you what to do, and you spent that money on other stuff. That's your fault. Because why would you do that? But I just feel like everybody just focused on paying these bills, and we stuck in this world of, hey, we got to go and let it go. And just keep working and keep pushing. I, that's why I say I want to keep this podcast. Because once it gets to where I need it to get to, oh, my voice is going to be so much powerful because I'm going to have more people behind me and thinking, okay, he has a point. Let's try this out. And I feel like I just want I just want to see positivity because all this stuff that's going on right now, there's so much negativity going on. Like I don't know which way to turn, but I can't say I'm pushing forward and think the positive about myself. And about those around me, because at the end of the day, I can't control anything that's outside of Levante. I can't control that. That's beyond me, and I have to learn that, okay? Because I be getting mad about stuff that I can't control that's beyond my reach, okay? If I can reach it, I can control it. Oh, that's a good thing. I need to keep that. If I can reach it, I can control it. But another thing I hate that I was just um, that I thought about was, why do people snitch on grown adults? Like, if I'm working, why are you snitching on me? We're not in elementary, middle school. I feel like snitching stops at high school. But as long as we're not adolescents, juvenile, anything under the age of 18, a minor, ugh, anything under those, 
why are you snitching on a grown adult? Mind your business. And they're saying this, NYOB, I think it's right. But yeah, and like, yeah, keep it that way. NYOB, mind your business. Why are you snitching on me for? As long as I'm not coming to work stealing, I'm not coming to work stealing. As long as I'm not coming to work basically threatening you, threatening any workers, or trying to blow up the building or do something very negative or negligent that's going to mess up my life. Because for one, when I signed those documents and filled that application and then did the I-9 forms and all of that forms to get in the job, they have my social security number. I didn't give them a fake social security number. They have all my information. So me being me and what I wish other people think that way, why would I jeopardize my life and y'all know all my information already? So that's why I say, like, I ain't gonna do no crime at work because for what? Y'all know me. Y'all got me in this system. So y'all know everything. No. Mm-mm. The only way I would do a crime unless, unless it's something beneficial that when I get locked up, I can come out of come out of um jail rich. Like, I, it got to be a crime that I know that when I leave, when I get out of jail, I still have the same amount of money I left with, but more. It should be more because I'm in jail and I can't spend it. So, therefore, when I get out of jail, I should be able to spend every last dime that I got and more. I should be able to come out of jail to a fresh house, new car, brand, come in that house, take a brand new bath, okay? <sighs> I'm going to need all of that. But yeah, I feel like, why are we snitching on grown adults? Like, you should mind your business. Like, let it go. Let it be. If it don't pertain to you, what the saying goes, if it don't, if it don't make you shit, I mean, if it don't make you shit, if it, I forgot it. What they eat don't make you shit. Okay? That's my last custom word for today. Last one. But if it don't make you, Lord, I can't say it. Never mind. Never mind. Because I can't say it no more. But yeah, we all know how that saying goes. Like, don't bother you. If it don't, if it don't mess with you, don't mess with it. Like, leave it alone. Like, I know I, all of us done seen some stuff at work that we ain't supposed to see. I, I like I ain't see it. The only thing I do, like, I would tell that person, like, oh, I saw you. So then, you know, they'll start them up a little bit, or either, you know, just walk away. But they know that if we looked at each other, we gave each other eye contact for a good little minute. Like, we had a little mini connection. You know, I saw you. So you should be prepared and thinking on what I might do. And these air quotes, like what I might, okay, what I might, angle tail, but what I might do. But you just need to keep that in your head. What I, what, you know, WWL, what will Levante do? I should say WWZ. No, I got that's too many letters. But yeah, that's just, like, I just don't get it. Like, why are you snitching on a grown adult? Like, let us be. Like, it's none of your business. Just like when you see people stealing in the store. Mind your business. I'm not saying it's right not to not. I'm not saying it's right to steal, but it's not your company. You ain't making no money from it. This company is not gonna literally give you anything for snitching because at the end of the day, when you're snitching on somebody, your bank account don't get no bigger, your life don't get no better, and your heart don't beat no faster or no slower. So you don't get an extra life like Mario. Okay, so I just mind mine. As long as I don't see nothing I ain't supposed to. Like, if I see something that, you know, that ain't right, oh, yeah, of course, I'm going to say something. But I'm going to make sure, like, 
it's right for me to tell. But if it's something I don't need to tell, out of sight, out of mind. Goodbye. But just like a prime example of that was one day my mother was working. Me and her had a conversation on the phone. I guess someone was working. I mean, my mother was working. The person's in the bathroom, but they won't at the, they wasn't working for the company that my mother works for. And they overheard my mother, myself, or my mother and me conversation. And basically, long story short, my mother didn't get paid for her job. So she was saying she basically wasn't going to work. Like, who wouldn't? If I ain't getting paid, why am I work? I'm not an indentured servant or slave. No, those days are over. So I'm not giving you free labor. Not at all. So we had a conversation. Me and her talking on the phone. So the person went to go tell my supervisor what was said. Up, oh, my name. I'm excited about that. But, um, yeah. I need to coin that and trademark that. But, um, yeah, they heard what was said. And they went to go tell the supervisor. And the supervisor ended up firing my mother because that of, of other things. And I'm just like, okay. I don't see what the like the problem is here. Like the only problem I see is the company because why would you fire me because of he said she said like how you know this what this person said is legit. They don't work for the company. They work for another company. So why are you taking their word over mine and you don't know them? You have no bond. So how you know this story is real? That's why I said we should fight for certain things. But man, who 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 gonna do it? If we got other bills and we got to put all our energy into other things. And it's like, that's messed up. Like, I feel like that was wrong for firing because I feel like, how you go fire me? Because uh, he said, she said. Basically, she said, she said. Because at the end of the day, all of this is just basically hearsay. Like, I feel like it should be some rules and regulation according, like, for that. Because I just feel like, you don't work for my company. Because if I'm a supervisor, somebody tell me, oh, yeah, I heard one of your workers say X, Y, and Z, and this and that. I'm like... Hold up, hold up, hold up. What company do you work for? And if they say the opposite of what the company I work for, I'm like, well, this is beyond you. This is beyond you. And I and I just tell them, thank you for telling me, but no thanks. And then I'll just end them with major business at the end. Because I just feel like, why? I'm not going to go up to somebody else, supervisor, and say, yeah, I heard the coworker say they're not going to work today because you ain't paying them. Like, that's none of my business. And that's none of my business to get somebody else fired because I feel this way. I know everybody ain't going to have a heart, the same heart as me and the same mindset as me. But I feel like before you go snitch, think of the outcome. How would you feel using that person's shoes and you're working and you tell them somebody else? Like, and they get fired. Wouldn't you be upset if somebody gets you fired, snitch on you? So why would you do it to somebody else? That's what I don't get. And that's why I feel like this word is lacking common sense every year. I feel like common sense get lower and lower each year the life goes on. There's something in the water, something in the air, something in the milk, something in the bloodstream. Because it's something that some people ain't, it ain't clicking in a lot of people's heads. It's common sense. They common sense, okay, in my ghetto language. Because people are missing the mark. Like, I don't get it. Like, and I was thinking, like, also, where's a real Robin Hood, okay? And I don't mean literally robbing the hood. I mean robbing hood, like somebody that can steal from the rich and give to the poor. And what I mean by that is we need somebody that's going to make a wise decision on like, okay, like, like I said about the rent. Oh, either 
prime example in the state that I live in, Virginia, we have toes. If they can go, people want to play target practice, shoot at the cameras at the cat they're going um toes. Shoot at those, play target practice with those. Like say pew pew to those. Like, God, they're gonna shoot them. Like y'all want to play target practice, shoot those. Be a Robin Hood of the century. Do some good. Like, I need somebody that's gonna do I know. I'm talking a lot, and I'm saying, like, you know, we should get somebody to do that. And I know somebody probably would say, why don't you do it? And I'm like, uh, if I do it, it ain't going to go out right. And I might not get the same outcome I'm looking for. Because the outcome I'm looking for, if I do good, if I do this deed, that's going to help a lot of people. I'm going to need for somebody out here, my family, friends, whoever. Even if you're not a family or friend, you just to listen on this podcast and you become a friend. Okay? I'm going to need for somebody to create a GoFundMe so I can go fund myself when I get out of jail for doing this good deed to help the world or the state that I'm in or the city that I live in. Like, I got to help one of those. Okay, before I was rudely interrupted by an unnecessary phone call, okay? It was very unnecessary, but I had to decompress and control myself because I was about to get upset. But like I said before and in the inside of this episode, if I can't reach it, I can't control it. Okay? And I'm going to keep saying that and I'm going to live by it. If I can't reach it, I can't control it. If I can't reach it, I can't control it. Okay. Back to the point. But yeah, we need a real Robin Hood. I know I can't do the crime because I know... I won't get a GoFundMe set up or I won't get support. A random stranger might get more success than I would. And I just feel like, what do I got to do to get some stuff like that going on? Like, do I got to tell people my story that y'all going to hear about later? Like, I got to tell y'all some something that's, that happened to me. But I'm going to wait. I don't know when. I'm going to just let, excuse me, my mind and my heart lead me on the day I want to release the information that I want to tell y'all. because. I got, I mean, fans of family, yeah, friends and close family know. If you ain't close to me, you don't know, okay? And I ain't gonna tell everybody because I don't want everybody in my business because, like I said before, you need to mind yours, okay? Because if you try to get into mine, you gonna catch these hands, okay? You gonna catch them. But, you know, because I'm an Aries, people, with, people, let it, uh, people need to know we stay on ready. We fire. You come to me, you're gonna melt. But as long as you ain't know, Water sign to put me out, but we still gonna be there, okay? But yeah, I'm getting off the point. And I, w- I found a random question, and this is like I gotta ask a lot of people this in my podcast because I feel like I want to know the answer to this. It is if a child stabs an adult and the adult stabs back, who's wrong? I feel like if a child stabbed me and I stab back. Hopefully, this child had a reason for stabbing me. But stabbing has pressure because you got to put pressure on that knife to get it in there. So, I really don't think, I really don't think, I don't, yeah, I really don't think it was on an accident. If you're going to stab me, it must have been on purpose because you got to be doing something, little Chucky. Like, uh uh-uh. But I feel like if I stab him back and the parent be mad, don't be mad at me. Be mad at your child. You're raising a murderer over there. Like, you're raising some, you're raising Chucky. 
like change their name or if it's a girl t- name on the tiffany like or either glenn or glenda whichever one but you're not gonna stab me and think you're gonna get away with it like no nah, i'm gonna stab you back an eye for an eye a stab for a stab okay like you're not gonna sit there and do that and the parents if they want to get stabbed too i'll stab them next they, they probably the ones who taught the child how to stab and it'll be the last time I will go to that friend house. The friendship will be over. Your child only got one time to stab me. I'm done. I don't care what you say about your child and what you're going to put them in to get me to come back. No, our friendship is dead. Stab me once, shame on me. Stab me twice, shame on you. Like, ain't no way. No, not going to happen. Not on my watch. I wish, no. But like I said, who's wrong here? I think the child is wrong because they did the stabbing first. They stab first. So in the Bible, they say, I, you, he who stabs, you stab ye back. Okay, so I'm going to go by what they say. Let me stop the word. I forgive me. But yeah, the baby did the stabbing, so I'm going to do it next. So therefore, the baby is wrong. I'm not wrong for retaliating on what the baby did. I'm not going to question that baby. Like, it just seems so crazy. But I just got to get a lot of people answers because I know that it's real random. Hey, crazy because not a lot of people know about that. And I, I know, I know, I know this is beyond me. But I seen this little boy hit this bus driver. Now, I already know bus drivers probably don't make that much money anyway. I don't know if they do, they don't. But if they're getting paid hourly or whatever they're getting paid, it's not enough to deal with a child hitting on them. And then you hit the child back. Oh, you're wrong and you're fired for hitting on a child, but the child hit you first. So what do you expect me to do? And the parents can't get mad and want to get buck up on you because I feel like, for one, your child hit me, hence the stabbing. But you're not, I'm not going to let no child punch me and think you can get away with it. I'm going to push or do something. But then if you do something, all the children on the bus going to go round and round because bitch, this bus going to go tumbling. Keep messing with me or I'm going to tilt that bus or either i'm gonna be so petty and leave and drive somewhere park that bus and walk away and catch an uber home fire me they say oh i kidnapped the kids i ain't kidnap them i ain't do nothing wrong to the kids they still on that bus they still sitting there i ain't kidnap them i ain't do nothing they better find their own way home like we better learn the wheels on the bus go round and round, and they better keep it going. Like, cause I ain't, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, I'll be real paid. I, w- I won't even hit you. I walk up. My reflexes might want to hit, but in my head, if I didn't hit, I would think of something petty to do. Like I said, I will walk away and leave the keys. I won't even leave the keys. I'm a, I will throw them somewhere. I'm like, oh, y'all going to scavenger hunt or going to Easter hit hunt and find them keys. You find the keys, y'all can go home. But I ain't driving it. And whatever happens to them kids after me is not my problem, not my business, and not my responsibility. Because at the end of the day, you should have taught your kids right from wrong. So if somebody teach them the wrong way, that is not their fault. They, you should have told your child right from wrong from day one. You should have said, hey, you go on the bus and respect that bus driver. But I feel like the kids don't even respect the parents. So therefore, who else they going to respect? And they ain't respecting the person that they help them get into the world because at the end of the day i showed you to understand your parent could have had any other option they could have swallowed they could have shot on a rag they could have 
not even had sex that day? Do you know? They could have done a lot of precautions before even getting to that point of having you. The mother could have aborted you. So you should be thankful that your mother kept you for nine months and then say, oh, adoption. You could have been in, a, in the wrong family. So really be grateful for the family that you're in. And if it's toxic, get help. That's all I can say. But I'm going to get to the main topic. And the main topic it is, what's beef and ain't talking about crime? I know I ain't can't rap, but I just had to say it, like, because it, it just sounded right in that moment. But what is beef to me? Like, I just feel like when it comes to rap beef, I just feel like it's just two people that don't like each other, but we're going to hit for the juggler. And I feel like we're going to put it into the music. We're going to put in out a good record. We're going to put out something that, you know, that's going to cause a wow factor that's gonna make people be like oh shoot like want to listen to you more and more because i feel like if i'm putting out of this record in my head i'm thinking of when i put this out i want people to oh go listen to my old stuff too so they can be like oh they can become a fan the people that aren't fans can be fans and the people that are fans can be happy to keep shouting me out and supporting me because i'm like oh that's why i listen to him because i know he's gonna come out here and do this that's just like somebody dissing me on my podcast you think I'm not going to get on this microphone and say something? I surely will. I'm going to put it in a way of my and a way of a form that I can get profit from. I'm not going to sit here and not and give you free publicity. I might not say your name and I'm going to do it subliminally. Like, I'm going to just say, oh, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. And if everyone knows who I'm talking about, you could direct this to them. I'm not going to say your name because the more I say your name, the more you get clicked likes and views and i don't want that i want that to decrease i feel like that's the only thing i want i want it to decrease more than increase so if i sit here and talk about you it's going to increase you and decrease me because now that everybody i mean yeah it's going to go back and forth for the both of us but i'd rather see it in the numbers and in your pockets okay that's what i feel like what beef is like you're being strategically like getting to that person like and i feel like Things should stay in the music. Like, things should definitely stay in the music. Like, I feel like the outside energy, like, no internet, no fans, no nothing. Because I feel like the fans need to stay out of the beef. The fans need to stay out of it. I feel like they need to stay out because it's, I feel like this is beyond you. Like, why is y'all going out here desecrating people, graves? Like, come on now. That was real disrespectful. You won't want somebody to come to your house and rob your house and just sit here and just trash it. You're going to be pissed and you're going to be ready to fight and shoot and do whatever. But you can go out here to do it for a person that don't know you, that ain't going to bail you out of jail, that don't even know the first letter of your first name. And if they get it right the first time, that's a lucky guess. But I will tell them, guess the fifth letter in my last name. Mm. Really? Do anybody know their own fifth letter in their last name? I'm like, tell me the fourth letter in my middle name. Like, really? If these people can't get me out of jail, get me out of a situation that I need that I need getting out of, I ain't. I'm gonna support you, but I'm not gonna go hard for you like I would a family member or a friend because I know they got my back. These people don't have my back. They got people that got their back called bodyguards, and they're paid. So I'm not a bodyguard for you. I'm just a literal 
a litter, I ain't say a slave, but I'm just a supporter. That's it. If you're willing to die and kill for your the person, by any means, do it. That's you. That's your life. Like I said, if I can't reach it, I can't control it. So if that's, you, that's what you want to do. If you feel like your singer artist tell you to jump off a cliff and you say which one, by any means, find it. Just tell your family. But I just feel like the beef should stay between the two artists, not between the fans. Like, let them handle their shit their way. And I feel like, and I say I won't go cuss, but I just did. But I feel like things, when it comes to rap beats, I feel like it should be some things that are, are off limits. I feel like family should be off limits, but I feel like when you're rapping, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Like, you're going to come because I feel like you're going to make sure you get that person mad because I know me. If somebody come up for me and say, oh, yeah, Vontae, you da 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 and they hit me like in a juggler, and I just, and my feelings hurt, I don't know if I could sit there and turn around and just be like, and chuck it up and come back with a rap because I'm at that moment I'm mad. So I gotta really train my brains, train my brain to remember a rap to come back as hard as he did. Like, and I can't say people that do rap battles, they are some beasts because you gotta literally stay calm and remember your rap at the end of the day because that person can stumble you and you could forget and you could just be like, man, what the world? Like, they really got me because I can't say. Things should be off limits, but it's like, what, like, if you say things are off limits, then what they gonna talk about? Because at the end of the day, they both competing for the top spot. They're trying to see who, which one is better than the be better. So it's like, we, we both gonna say some stuff, but I feel like certain stuff should be off limits. Like, I feel like any health issues, like serious health issues, like cancer, lupus, HIV, AIDS, like, certain stuff like that. Like, I feel like if it's something like that, I feel like, yeah, lead it off. Because what if this person don't know they got cancer? And somebody, because, you know, somebody might have told them, you know, a little tea and say, yeah, they got cancer or they got this. And they don't really know or not, not that many people know. And they probably say, yeah, you got cancer. You're getting skinny. Like, I don't know, like, say anything. And you just be like, oh, shoot. like. I won't expect in the world to know that yet. Like, why are you telling? Like, now you got to come back in your head. Okay, what's going to be harder than something like that? Now, let me dig in his path. But I feel like things like that should be any health issues, any health conditions, off limits. I feel like leave that. Yeah, leave that for the doctor. Leave that. Because I just feel like, uh-uh. Because I feel like that's when I'll be ready to fight. Be like, okay, now you took it too far. You told people about that I got this. Like, I can see if you said I got a STD. Now, that's cool. That's curable. But anything that I feel like you can't get rid of that I feel like some people don't want to talk about, I feel like, yeah, keep that under wraps. But you can talk about anything. They record anything else but that. But, yeah, I also feel like, what else should be off limits? Any dead people. That's about it. No, I feel like any no, because they're gonna they no, I feel like dead, they're gonna keep it in there anyway. I'm about to say the dead shit. Mm -mm, let the dead rest, but ain't but they can still pick on it. But yeah. So this Megan the Stallion and I'm gonna say Trina B. Lord. This Megan the Stallion, Nick Minaj B. Now I listen and listen to Goodfoot multiple times. Okay? I listen to Goodfoot. 
I feel like I give good foot. I say out of one out of ten, I give it a seven. That's only because her bars were flowing, but it just, I feel like the, it was just too much talking where it sounded like a parody song. The song sounded like a parody. So I just felt like it's not a real diss record to me. I just felt like she was just trolling, making fun, just trying to see what, you know, she know what's going to get people going. And that's a good gimmick for her. That's something that she can do and it can pass and her fans can support it. That's what's going to happen. And it soared to being, I don't know what spot. They say there's number five now coming up the charts. Like, hey, I feel like me, being my age, I feel like I'm an old school person a little bit. So I feel like, to me, this is not a real diss record. I feel like this is like a childish record. Like, I feel like a joking record. Like I said, a joking, parody, whatever you want to call it. I feel like it's that. Like, I don't feel like it was a real diss song. Because I, I, I know, I'm like, Nick, if you're in your 40s and you're highly seasoned, okay, well seasoned, you should have been coming for the juggler. Like, I was thinking she, when she said she was going to try on a Roman, I was thinking she was going to do what she did on Roman's Revenge. Now, that was a diss record. I feel like that song, I can't say really show her skills, because that song was good. I can't lie and say that song wasn't good, but Roman's Revenge, I feel like, was the best song she put out as a diss record. Or either she could have channeled Roman's Revenge a little bit, a little bit of, um, looking ass nigga. Like, that right there, those two, I feel like would have been good. And she would have channeled those two type of mentalities, whatever she was at both of those moments to try to use those two songs. I felt like that would have been good. Or either what other her song is it? And want some more. Yup. Want some more. I definitely can say those three songs, channeling her or and um go hard. Like, it's like she got a channel, the old Nikki and the new Nikki. I feel like all of those, but those are past songs. See, hence the past. Like, if she can get back to that Nikki and be like, let me get, you know, show her what I can do instead of joking around. I feel like a real diss record is something that I feel like it flows and it gets straight to the point. Like, it's no like, oh, I'm about to go ahead and joke in the booth. Like, no, a diss record to me is something that you going in and you just, spitting with it how you feel on a track and you just making it flow and making it make sense but i feel like yeah like and i feel like the most memorable line in there to that song was what was it when she said free for a free beat you could hit megan raw if you're a ghostwriter party in megan's jaw shots thrown but i still ain't let megan score bad bitch she like six foot. Oh, I call her big foot. This bitch fell off. I say, get up on your good foot. Okay. I like that. That was good. That was something that was rememberable. I'm not going to lie. That was. Like that, I like that whole, I like that whole, you know, that whole bar. Or I'm going to say bar, whatever it is. I'm not a rap person. So whatever she said or whatever it's called, that verse was good. And then she said, bar, I need a good alcohol bar. Roman weight. That was a Roman that weight, Roman weight that was a bar. I got it. Calling Mega alcoholic once again. Like that was good. I liked it that. And she said, "Future made you pay. She want a party with the baby while rubbing on Tory to pay. 
I guess she needs money bag for them Trey songs. And she said something about G Easy after that line. But yeah. So I can say those right there were actually points that I feel like were made in the song. I'm, I'm like, those parts, I feel like she hit the mark on those parts. But the rest of the song, without those, I feel like the song would have been trash. But that's why I say I give it a seven because those few lines actually was good. I'm not going to lie. Like, the song, I won't play it often. And when she said, line on your dead mama, I was like, okay, girl, you, you're doing too much. I feel like that part was distasteful. But you got to find something in the song to make people remember the song, to make them go back. So I can't say line on your dead mama was sad, but it was kind of like a, I don't know what you call it, but it's something that you can never forget. Because I can't say, I randomly say it in my own head, but I try to, you know, think about other things to get it off my brain because I don't want to hear myself saying out loud, lying on your dead mama, like, no, that's giving more Nicki Minaj more support. So, nope. But then I can't say she's standing in the line humping on the minor in a song. Didn't your husband hump on the minor? But I don't know if they got dismissed or not, but that's allegedly. But at the end of the day, that's none of my business, like I said. If I can't reach it, I can't control it. So, therefore, that's none of my business. But just like Megan's song, um, I can't even think about her song. Oh, yeah, her song, His. Now, with His, I feel like His is a seven also. I feel like I get both of them a seven. Because I feel like I know both can, both of these artists can push their tent as everybody say. But I still feel like Megan could, I mean, Megan did good. I feel like I give her a seven. Yeah, I give His a seven. But the flow was good on certain parts. Like, on certain parts, I can't say she was good. The bars were on point, like, especially um, when she said um, the Megan's Law line. These hoes, uh, these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes at Megan's Law. Like, that line got Megan, Megan, got Nicki Minaj upset and got her thong on in a bunch. And I don't know how can you get her big-ass thong in a bunch because I know it's tight. But, um, yeah, Nicki Minaj was just, Spiraling like a tornado, but hey, that's beyond me. I mean, because I want to spiral. Like I said, I will put it into my music. Or my, and if someone wanted this one my podcast, I'll put it into this podcast. But um, then she said, these niggas hate on BBLs and walking, walking around with the same scarves. Now, yes, that was good. That was good. And, and also when she said, I can never be judged by a bitch that was dan- dancing, making R. Kelly go viral. Now, I don't know. I could be wrong because she could be playing with Nikki because her brother was a pedophile and R. Kelly was a doing what he was doing. And, you know, I don't know if she was trying to say party was dancing to R. Kelly music. So it's a lot of things that they couldn't go, go into it into that. But I can't say I rate this song. I rate his or seven. The bars was good on certain points. I can't say the message was sent that she wanted to get party attention, but everybody took it and ran with it and made it seem like it was towards Nikki. I feel like the more I feel like this song was more about party than it more was about um Nicki Minaj. And just like Nicki Minaj said in her song, the party, something she rhymed something with party. I'm like, that was smart. That double entendre stuff, it worked in Nikki's favor because I can't say she does what she does and she does it good. But I feel like both of these artists are good for you know, for content, like, both of them are good. Both of them are actually rap artists. But I feel like 
both of them need to channel their old songs to actually come up with a good diss record. Because I can say, Megan Estonia's song, Weak Ass Bitch, that I feel like was a diss record. I feel like that was a diss record type of song because I feel like she was going in, you weak ass, weak ass, weak ass bitch on your weak ass, weak ass. And I'm like, okay, girl, you was going in. Like, yo, yo I feel like that was a rap diss song right there. I feel like I would feel like you was coming for somebody in that song. You felt it. And I feel like in Hish, I feel like she did, but I feel like it won't like she threw by Remy Ma. I feel like that was a diss record. Black Friday was a diss record by Lil' Kim. Um, Keys, that Nicki Minaj diss was a diss record. Like all three of those were some diss records. I feel like they actually came hard when it came to the diss song. Like, and, um, Remy Ma, um, when she did Sheetha. Now, I rate that a nine, a very high nine. Only, and I'm not doing it because I like her music. I'm just doing it because, literally, shots was fired in that song, okay? It was literally was because, for one, she rapped. She took all her information and put it into a song, and it flowed. It just that. Her delivery and everything was kind of offbeat, but I didn't care because at the end of the day, she's no Remy Ma is known for rap battling. So, of course, when you're rap battling, there's no beat, it's silent. So you're just going. So maybe she was in the booth and just flowing with information. She only respond, she responded in 48 hours. I mean, at the end of the day, if I'm responding to somebody in 48 hours, of course, it ain't gonna be a song that you would get that I've been working on for a year. No, if I'm responding for eight hours, it could be something that's quick, sweet. She did what needed to be done in the gay world. And what they say, it was sweet, simple, and to the point. All points were made in that song. That was a real diss record. Like, that was a diss song. I feel like she came and there was no come, like, Nicki Minaj couldn't come back after that with just no fraud. And I just feel like no fraud won't end up a diss record. But I'm going to talk about that later. But I just feel like when Nick um, when Remy Ma said, meet Drake Safari, I see, I see men in your pants. Well, call it Jelani, get it, see men in your pants. Like, I'm going to say that again for the people that didn't hear it. Meet Drake Safari, I see men in your pants. We call it Jelani, get it, see men in your pants. Like, come on now. Can't nobody say Remy can't rap. Can't nobody say she can't. Then the next minute she said, now you gotta die, you dearly departed bud bath. When I catch you, a real red carpet, you animated like Nickelodeon, you fake bitch. Only the kids believe in you, Saint Nick. You Saint Nick now? When I when I shoot Nick at night, they won't understand it. You animated like Nickelodeon, you fake. Oh, I'm about to repeat myself. Like, yo, that whole paragraph was good. Like, no, like, come on now. Like, Remy did that. She did. And I can say that the difference between these songs, that Remy's song was a diss record. And I'm going to leave it at Kiss and um, Goodfoot were just songs I felt like they were just, oh, we're just going to Profit off of this. We're gonna put our mute our uh, beef into music. But I feel like out of all, I feel like his was his 
was better. And then comes Goodfoot. Because I feel like his actually made, like, it made sense. Goodfoot didn't. I'm sorry to say it. But I'm going to go ahead and close out this podcast because I don't want to talk y'all ear, head, and eyes off, okay? You need that to do what you got to do after you listen to this podcast. So thank everyone for listening and following. If you're a new listener, thank you. And if you're an old listener, thank you also, okay? And keep continuing listening. And if you want to be a guest on my show, just hit me up on my many platforms, my Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. All of it is going to go to me and I'm going to see. And if you really want to be up here, just let me know. And if you got anything you want to talk about, just send it. Like, And if you got something to get off your chest that you want to vent or ask me a question about that you need help with, like, if you got something off your chest that you just want to get out and you don't want to tell somebody, tell me. And we can talk about it. Or either you can just tell me the situation and I'll just tell you. They would call what was said thoughts. Mm. What was thoughts? Okay, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm glad this is recording, so I got this for future reference. But you know, everybody be safe and good day and good bye. Welcome to another episode of What Was Said Podcast. Or either bit my set too much podcast, whichever one flows off your tongue the fastest and whatever you can remember the most. Thank you for listening. Go ahead and hit that notification bell or the subscribe button and you will get to know when this good old podcast is posted. Continue to like, share and give your feedback on this good old podcast. Okay.